Welcome back to He's on Fire podcast, where we are going to dive into the 2022 Arizona Cardinals schedule. We have Amit, we have Jay here in the house. The full crew is finally here, and we are going to dive right in to the Cardinals. I know that everything that happened today and, and number two, game number two, was the best thing that we could all hope for and everything. I get that. I know people are frustrated. It's just preseason, though. We're going to get into it right now. Let's go. As I said, I know preseason game two didn't turn out like everybody wanted to, but I think there are bright sides to look at it. I also know for a fact that this is the preseason. Don't forget, who was our coach just a few years ago, right after Bruce Arians, that one guy that couldn't do anything. We had the worst team in the league, had absolutely no offense. You remember that dude? Yeah, he went undefeated in the preseason. The Lions in, I forget which year they went winless. When they went 0-16, also went 4-0 in the preseason. It does not matter, and I'm going to keep on pounding that in until people finally agree with me. So, without further ado, we finally have Amit back on the stage of He's on Fire podcast. Not after dark, <laughs> but our first uh, general show here. What's going on, man? How you been? It's been a while. I know it's been a while, man. At COVID, had a bunch of family stuff going on with my wife out of town, but I'm glad to be back, dude. It's been, uh, feels like a bit forever. It has been forever. It has been. And I'm glad you're finally back. And obviously, we got the one and only Jay Joyce with his mic set up, uh, sounding nice and crispy today. What's going on, dog? <laughs> uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, long, it's been a long week. Uh, the weekend was a little slower, but it was very relaxing. Um, just glad uh, we're getting into football season now. We're only a couple weeks away, and God, like we've been waiting, you know, for uh, some sort of redemption. So uh, I'm excited to break down the schedule. You know, that's that's a great point. Sorry, I was sharing that off to everybody. That's a great point. Um, we've been looking for some sort of redemption. Suns, Cardinals. Uh, Arizona State uh, for me, obviously, and I'm really I don't I don't know if anybody saw the Twitter uh, account by Joe Moore, who's a defensive end for the Arizona State Sun Devils. What he came out with about two hours ago, he said, "Everybody, stay tuned. Uh, we have a huge NIL announcement to make for the entire team coming tomorrow." So it looks like Arizona State is finally wanting to get into the NIL deal. Uh, this coming Wednesday, we have a couple of awesome guys that are going to going to come help us out uh, with our podcast and Joe Healy and Anthony Totri from PHNX uh, Arizona state sun devils. They're going to be joining us. We're going to have a college round table. I want to talk all things ASU, all things NIL, 
especially everything going down with with the Big Ten news this week that there's room for four more teams, you know, Stanford, Washington, Oregon, going to wait on Notre Dame and then probably Cal. So where does that leave everybody else? SEC can expand to plus four teams. You would think a Clemson and Florida State would want to jump all over that. So college football is an absolute mess. On Wednesday, we're going to have Joe Healy and Anthony Totry join us. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but first, before we get into the schedule, what did y'all think of the black helmets tonight? Clean. Um, I mean, the it just the uniform didn't match up. Like the uniforms are so bad. Like you're wearing it right now. That's you're wearing they, the same uniform, <laughs> and it just doesn't match with the helmets. You know. Yep. I agree with that. Uh, like uh, Bidwell, you need to get on these unis, man. The next I mean, offseason, they, they, there needs to be some uh, new unis. Yeah, I mean, like, what have we we've been all talking about? We thought it was coming. Now, I, I mean, it's it's almost pretty much assured that we're not going to see it this year. So we have to wait a whole another year for new uniforms, right? Maybe. I mean, look at our owner. I mean, <laughs> well, no, I don't even know. think we're going to get it. No, but I think for my yeah, you're right. Like we may not even see it. But from my understanding, how it works is it takes like two or three years in the NFL system to like get a new jersey out. So, and even though they like, we only hear about the drops when the drops happen, like that has been taken like years to, 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 you know, happen. So the fact that there's been no rumors or nothing, like we know nothing, they haven't dropped any hints that there'd be anything, but then they drop this, like, you know, okay, we're going to do this new helmet thing, which is cool. But is it going to work with our, I don't think it's going to work with our uniforms. Like it, the current, if we're, if we're just going with the, maybe the color splash uniforms that they wear on Thursday night, but that's it. It looked Those like it was like this there. this speckled, shiny looking helmet with this matte black jersey, and it just the two didn't it just didn't yeah. look like, look right, man. It, it's always yeah. like the face mask that we've always had the gray face mask. It always looked awkward and weird to me. We have no gray anywhere in our color scheme uniform, but here we are rocking the the gray face mask, and it's always looked weird to me. Always, yeah. So I don't know. Jonathan Ward looked good. He looks like he has an AC shoulder injury that didn't seem to be too serious. Victor DiMicheji made made a couple plays. You saw Greg Dortch doing Greg Dortch things. Andy Isabella actually did a handful of things, which was nice. I did see wide receivers moving quite a bit, which is something that we've all harped on with wide receivers just staying in one place and not doing anything. I did see that. Overall, I don't really care if we lose this game, especially to the preseason and champs or what What do we call them that's won 22 in a row or 21 in a row you know i really don't care about winning this game do you guys care no it's like me saying i won 22 pickup games in a row do you care does anyone care is in the right. world does anyone in the world care <laughs> i i do think there's something to like training your players about winning games like then having that mindset but look what that did for us in cliff kingsbury's first year when we went down like 27 to 6 against detroit you know and I would say if, if that's like Ravens, okay, so if they they've won twenty two games in a row, that's what um, the last two seasons of three three games. So we're talking about like five, like maybe seven, six seasons. Have they won a championship in any of those years? No. Have they made the playoffs every year? No, I know they close, something like that. I'm not. I'm not hundred percent sure. Actually, they, I don't they think they like... made it every year. Yeah, of the last seven years. But either way, I mean, like, come on, man, it doesn't mean anything. It's it's. it's All right. Well, I'm, I'm done with preseason talk. Uh, one more piece of news that came out this week was John Gambadora said we are making a move, a trade 
for a DB, a cornerback. Jay, did you hear that stuff too? What are your thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, I did hear about it. And I also heard that uh, Marco Wilson is playing up to par and it's looking yep. like Antonio Hamilton is going to be stepping up in the CB2, which I'm I'm excited for. He has a lot of dog in him and the little bit that we saw of him last year. Um, I think he looked pretty solid and he has potential, but I'm uh, but I'm, at the same time, I'm very concerned about the whole Marco Wilson thing. Maybe it's just uh, he's not fully mentally there yet, or you know, there's some other things going on right now. I don't want to have another uh, Malcolm Butler situation, you know. So, uh, well, uh, like uh, for the Cardinals to try to acquire somebody before the season, try to fill that uh, that void that we desperately need. That's at least some positive news, but yeah. What do you think, Amit? I mean, it, so, like, it, it sounds really good, but, like. You already the, missed it, Darth. We already talked about it, and we all completely agree man. with you. Yeah, John is so, like, anti this helmet, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just it just didn't look how they, how they said it was going to look, and then it just doesn't fit with the uniform. We already said it. But, no, um, I mean, uh, you know, the some of the players that popped, we're all thinking, okay, like, oh, these play, like these players look really good, but they're, it's it's third stringers, and then it's at the same time, we're going, like, think back to like a championship team where like somebody pushing, like, let's say Aaron Donald, like, have you or not even Aaron Donald? Let's just put like a, you know, so you, know, we're seeing players that aren't pushing players that are like elite players. Like, if somebody said in, somebody yeah. came in and said, oh, there's a guy that's like he could play safety next to Buda Baker. That would be, that would, I'd be like, what's up with that? You know, like that sounds yeah. interesting. But what I'm hearing is that we have no idea what to take from the preseason because Trace McSorley is playing four quarters and that dude sucks. And like, uh, Victor Dimikaji is getting like double sacks in games. So, but does that really mean anything? But from what I've heard is that that there's a strategy behind this is that in the past, we've never let our guys develop, right? They never gotten the snaps they never gotten the looks, all that stuff. So now what we're actually doing is letting all these younger guys go in, get looks, get reps, get all the game action that they can do. And then they're going to try to make moves built off of that after the fact. So you're talking right now through the first one, two or three weeks. So I get that. And I do. I see that they're trying new things, right? Because what they've done in the past, they haven't been able to develop anybody. So I see what they're doing. They're trying to give Cam Thomas and MyJ Sanders and all those dudes like as much looks as they can. And I respect that. It just, something feels weird and off. And I hope this is just the first two weeks. It's preseason, so I'm not going to read into it. It just feels weird so far, but I do agree with you to a point. Well, and, and so like, and so if Greg Dorch is like developing right with like Trace McSorley, does that transfer to Kyler Murray when he's in? Does it third, even transfer to Colt McCoy? Right. I mean, that's that's a problem I have. Is like I need to see Kyler with Greg Dorch. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, on the flip side, we need to see what every other receiver looks like with Hop on the field too, right? Yeah. And that's the one thing I worry about this whole preseason. We haven't been able to get our whole team together so the, the db cornerback rumor is interesting and i hope we can get a guy like what was it marlon humphreys or marcus peters was one of them and, and a couple of other handful of dudes so that nice. is still out there xavier rhodes um falcons do have one of the one of the better helmets like the old school one they wore this year I, I i'd agree but i always love that dolphins one don't hate me don't hate me i always like the dolphins old school one 
So you guys want to get into it? Should we just Let's get it going it. now? Uh, before yeah. we get into it, uh, John, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, since uh, you're still in here, can you tweet at me? Uh, like, I know you have a like like a photo in your camera roll of a helmet you absolutely would want to see. I'm curious to see like what you think our, our alternative helmet should be. Because I don't like everything he's tweeted about the helmet. I just haven't seen an example of what he wants to see in our helmets. So like if you can tweet at me uh, what you think our helmets should be, uh, please do so. We, we need to get those case. those sandstorm ones that were going around. The sandstorm ones are tight. Sandstorm yeah. ones were, do, were, were dope. Yeah, and Darth agrees. Uh, Dolphins helmet, definitely. I do like the, the Giants going back to the old school one this year. Yeah. I never like like the Fal not the Falcons the Minnesota Vikings. I never understood that helmet, that little wavy thing that they got going on. I always thought that was weird. Chargers helmet, I always thought was dope. Um, there's quite a few, but let's get into it because I have a feeling somebody on this podcast is going to have them getting like six or seven or eight wins, and somebody else is going to have like thirteen wins. So we're going to have a, some discrepancy here coming up. So. Without further ado, let's just get right into week one. Jay, I want to start with you. Week one at home versus the Chiefs. Looks like we have one of the better CBS broadcasting crews as well, too, which, which is nice. So, Jay, who, who do you got? Are the Cardinals winning week one or are we leaving week one with a loss? Uh, the last two seasons, uh, the Chiefs have started uh, started slow and uh, got away with uh, like one uh, one score games. Uh in their favor. So I think the Cardinals come out strong and uh, they win week one. I like it. Amit, what do you got? So um, the chiefs, you know, they traded away their number one right receiver. Yep. Um, they, they've kind of, they, they basically said like, you know, um, Patrick Mahomes can make any receiver that good. Right. Um, I think this game is going to tell a lot about how we go. If we win this game, it, our season is we, we can figure out what that's going to look like. If we lose this game and we get blown out by a chiefs team that's trying to figure out their offense. And I know they have some pass rushers. They have some playmakers on the defense. If we lose in this game, I think our season, like this is the most pivotal game in our entire season, because if we lose this game, we, especially if we lose it in a bad way, we are in trouble because we already know there's some weaknesses on defense. We're not entirely sure about the offensive line. We know that um, D-Hop's going to miss a bunch of games, and we have to make it up. And we have three tight ends that kind of all do the same thing. So I would just – I'm, I'm picking us to win this game just from the fact that it's at home and we have a little bit of more continuity than they do. But I'm not certain that we're going to win that game. And I, it's like probably the most important game of the season. Heating up. What do y'all think of this, uh, John? Tweed. I like that. I like that. See, we need to have some version of that. It kind of looks a little Washington Redskinny from here, though. Yeah, I don't know about the yellow face mask. I don't know about the yellow. Put it back up. Put it back up. There you go. It's a little Washington I, Red Redskinny, but I like it. Maybe a different color face mask, even and maybe a white one or black. I don't know, but. I know it's trying to resemble the beak. I get that, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cliff Kingsbury, the last two years, Tennessee last year at San Francisco the year before, both away games. And then if you want to include Detroit Lions in that very first game when we were down by whatever, came back to to tie it up. 
he's done very well in opening games. Like the very first one, when nobody knows what he's going to run, what they're going to do. He's been very successful. The chiefs are trying to figure things out. They have a lot of moving pieces. I'm not sure how Juju Smith Schuster is going to fit into that. I've heard a lot of bad things about Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He's overweight and needs to get in shape. Uh, his conditioning isn't there. Their defense has been suspect at best the last two years. And now they're without their heart and soul, which was Tyron Matthew. For those reasons, I'm going to give this one a win. So we all have a win opening day. September 11th, Chiefs W. Now we get into the Raiders. The Raiders. The Raiders. Amit, let's start with you. At the Raiders, regular kickoff time, uh, 125 Arizona time. Nothing special, not too far away against the yeah. loaded AFC West. What do you got? So they added Devontae Adams, right? Um, Chandler Jones, baby. Chandler Jones as well. Kenyon Drake, baby. And Kenyon Drake. <laughs> oh, my God. So they got a lot of revenge going on there. I am I feel like it's going to be a L. Jay? Um, yeah, so this could be a redemption game for uh, Chandler Jones to come out uh, with a little more fire in him. Uh, Keenan Drake, uh, what I've heard from my Raiders fans are not too high on Keenan Drake and have big question marks with Chandler Jones. And uh, they have a lot of faith in Derek Carr. I, I like Derek Carr, but I think this is going to be kind of like a shooting match in a sense. And I think we come out with a W, a w maybe by – uh, three or six. So I have a feeling that this is just going to be a letdown game for us, to be honest with you. Um, I do like, I think Max Crosby is a stud on that team, by the way. Max Crosby mm -hmm. is a killer. I have hope that our offensive line is going to be better. I just feel like this is going to be one of those letdown games. Minnesota last year, we were lucky to come out with a victory, you guys. Lucky right at the very end. It just feels like an L to me, and I'm going to stick with that right now. And, of course, God, I hope I'm wrong. So that's at the Raiders in the deadly AFC West. Now our very first in-season matchup. Allen Robinson on being reported that the Rams are excited to have him. They can't believe how cheap they got him. He looks so good. He's younger and more athletic than Robert Woods, one of the better pass catchers to just you know throw the ball up and go get it, right? This is going to be a, a tough game for our DBs or lack thereof, especially if we don't make a trade. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off with this one. I just – I think this is a loss. I don't see us coming out with a victory here. Obviously, I didn't see last year going into week three in L.A. to be a loss or to be a win. And and they go out and they dominate. Obviously, anything can happen. That's just my gut feeling. Amit, let's go with you next. Yeah, I mean that that I was at that week three game last year, and that that team was a different team than what we have right now. Um, that, and you were there, that's feel, right. Yeah, I was there, and I feel like you know we have to see how this team uh, evolves over the season. But this early on, I'm going to say they're going to lose this team. This is this is you know world championship team right here. Jay. Uh, so, um. I'm going to go with a W just because uh, I think the Rams are going to have a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover. Uh, they don't have Von Milley anymore, but they do have Bobby Wagner, and they've had a couple more additions that they need to kind of merge into the system. I don't think two weeks is going to incorporate them fully uh, uh, to have that chemistry together. 
And uh, it's it's early in the season. I don't think the Rams are going to take it too seriously. So I think uh, we might just squeeze through with a win on this one. So, so, so we're gonna, starting. I'm just going to ask you a question. Sorry, Evan. I'm going to ask you a question here because our secondary right now does not look like a championship secondary, right? They and the way that Cooper Cup gets open and Robert Woods gets open, how do you think we can win uh, that game? Allen Robinson, the, uh, Robert Woods. And Allen Robinson now, who, who looks fantastic for them. Robert How Woods is on the think... Titans now, by the way. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay. Oh, is he? So oh, I, I missed that. So Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, um, Van Jefferson. Higby. Like, how do we defend that play action offense and win that game? I just, I'm just. You think it's turnovers? You think it's like how do we win that game? Uh, 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 third down stops. Uh, you know. Yep. Uh, which is what we that got that week three. early, week three. Not, not dick around in the first half and uh, just play smart football, not do ice, uh, ISO uh, Did, balls with A.J. Green. I mean, didn't we, didn't we have like a 70-yard Christian Kirk touchdown too in that game or like some yeah. sort of 64-yard bomb uh, or something? Uh, uh, A.J. Green got one. It was A.J. Because A.J. Brown. Or, um, Green? A.J. Green. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to see Marquise. Brown Hollywood yep. in this offense. Yeah. I, I I can't wait. To, I can't wait to see this together. But you actually think we're starting three and zero against the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Rams? Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> because he's heating up. Uh, because like I'm I'm taking what I saw from last year from the Rams. Uh, they're they weren't lackluster. I mean, they still had things going on with them, but adjusting to. Uh, new things and stuff. And I think they're going to be on like uh, basically uh, to, they're just recovering from the Super Bowl and stuff. Super Bowl and, hangover. There's something yeah, to that. Hangover. Yeah. And like uh, they know that they don't have to put their all into the beginning of the season. I think they can just turn it on kind of whenever they want. And I don't think week three is that. And considering. So, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, go. No, I was just gonna say so. So I've got two questions. Just to pause the podcast real quick. Do you guys think that Matthew Stafford will ever win a second championship? Is he good enough? Because he didn't really have to be that good. That's enough. a crazy question. I actually haven't thought about that. I don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, sure, sure. Why not? Whenever you have a defense like that and an offensive weapons and a guy in Sean McVay that has gotten guys open year in and year out, no matter who the quarterback was. Yeah, absolutely. What What was more, what was the weirdest thing about last year's Super Bowl run was that OBJ was the guy that pulled it all together. Odell Beckham yeah. Jr., the guy yeah. that had all this offseason turmoil, leaving the Giants going to the Browns and then nothing was working. Didn't like being there. Didn't like the targets, all this, whatever that he was going through. And then he gets traded and he's the one that's the glue. That's what's so weird about last year. And also Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford has a tendency to always get hurt. Not like miss games and do all that. Right. Little shit. But he's going to ding a finger, ding his wrist, hurt his elbow or something like that. And then he's throwing erratic effing passes. Like he'll have four touchdowns in the first half, and then he's having three interceptions. That didn't happen last year. He didn't get that weird injury or that weird whatever. Like to me, that is the outlier season in his history of what he's done over his 12, 13-year career. That is him getting hurt and throwing erratic passes. 
new wide receiver getting used to it, but they've shown that they can incorporate a wide receiver quickly. So I'm not counting that into the equation, but the Super Bowl hang hangover is true. What is their hunger going to be like too, right? Like yeah. Aaron Donald and Sean McVay talked about wanting to retire, or that was actually out there. That was a possibility. Like what is their hunger as well too? So I can see where you're coming from. I just don't know if we're to that level yet. Does that make sense? It does. I just, I was never a fan of Matthew Stafford ever. Like, I just didn't think he was that good. I thought he threw a lot more interceptions than he needed to. I, I just didn't think he had the accuracy. Um, he put up a lot of great numbers. A lot of them were with Megatron, right? So, like, it, you can, you can, it's like, it's like any, any pass that Jonathan Skelton completed was like to like Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald. So, it's like, does that even count? You know, it's like you're throwing to a god. I told um, y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all on this pod and like our third ever podcast, I was like, you guys are crazy. This is the dude that's thrown 3,500 yards a, a season. And now he actually has a competent play caller, coach, wide receivers around him. And then he just blows up. Now they did lose their left tackle, Whitworth. I think that's yeah. something to keep in mind as well, too. Yeah. And and it's it's kind of parallel to like Rodney Hudson because like he came back for that season to win. And um Rodney Hunt, that that's that's a worry worrisome thing for me. Where when Rodney Hudson decided to come back, I'm like, does he really want to play, or is he just cashing a check? Like, does yeah. he think this team can win? Is he coming back because he can he he thinks this this team is going to win a Super Bowl? Because if that's what Rodney Hudson thinks, then we should go off what he thinks, right? I think we should go off of what Jay thinks personally. Thir he predicted 13 wins last year and three and zero to start, so. I want to start with you on this next one. The Matt Rule-led Panthers. Matt Rule was also the coach of Baylor while Cliff Kingsbury was at Texas Tech. He has like a 1-9 record against Matt Rule. Like Matt Rule absolutely owns Cliff Kingsbury. Not to mention the Panthers themselves other than the one, what, NFC, whatever division rivalry that was when we beat them in the playoffs that one year on the way to the Super Bowl. Other than that, we've been pretty much owned by cam newton and company so thank god baker mayfield is going to be the quarterback there so at the panthers uh an early not even an early start time on the east coast it's going to be a later start time the day before my birthday crazy things happen my birthday weekend in football by the way crazy ass things always happen on that first weekend in october i mean the jail mary happened on my birthday everybody knows what the jail mary is it's in our intro so week four 105 local kickoff nothing early or anything jay are we starting four and oh no this is a loss uh, yeah <laughs> I, i'm putting a loss here uh we just have this thing with the Panthers no good and and i feel like baker taking uh the starting position after uh their other Q, uh, qb went down um like with him coming in i think he's gonna flourish around uh, week four to week six, I think he's going to start popping off a bit. So uh, I think this would be our first sell of the season. I'm going to go next, if you don't mind, Ahmed. I think yeah. Christian McCaffrey is going to be nice and healthy uh, in the first four yeah. weeks. That's another thing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going over there. I mean, it's Baker Mayfield. That part I feel comfortable about, right? Like if we can put Baker under any sort of pressure, I feel comfortable with it. But he's not on the Browns anymore. He's got Matt Rule as his coach. So I think we start off one and three. I've, I'm not 
I'm just not confident Please, at this point in the season. Yeah. At this point, just just wait till we get through the thick of it. Wait till we get into the season. Wait till Hop returns and all that stuff. That's what I think. Uh, Amit, are are we going one and three? Or are you starting two and two in your bracket? Uh, so I think so. We all know like the Panthers' struggles that we've had over like several years, but a lot of them in tie to to uh, Cam Newton, right? So I'm I. <laughs> yeah well not even two two years ago two years ago um before we went to play new england we lost to them right and it was yeah, one of yeah. our worst showings yeah that was one of the worst on, yeah on the road but it, it i think a lot of it had to do it just has to do with the time change right um i'm gonna say we're gonna win this one in a close game less than three points well sorry he's on fire <laughs> Oh, little, for little, what little delayed reaction? Uh, for what B said, I think uh, uh, Baker is going to flourish in this system a lot more than Stefanski's system because I hated how Stefanski ran his system in Cleveland. I'm still not 100% sold on Baker and being accurate. I feel like if you get him under pressure, he will make mistakes, but we're, we'll find out, right? And how quickly does Baker pick this up? They could be a dumpster fire with Baker Mayfield and might have to go to Sam mm -hmm. Darnold or something too. Like that's. That's potential. That could absolutely happen. But I still think we end up with a loss. So week five against the against the Philadelphia Eagles at 1.25 p.m. kickoff time at home. Uh, was it last year? No, it was two years ago. Jalen Hurts like made his debut, his starting debut against the Cardinals, and they just absolutely thrashed us. New coach now. Couple new guys. Uh, they got Hassan Reddick. Something to definitely watch out for. Amit, let's start with you. Philadelphia Eagles, week five. What do you got? John, is by, by the way, says a W in week five. I'm trying to figure out why people think Jalen Hurts is good. Same beast. I'm still trying to figure that out. Like Same here. I, I, I have no clue. I feel like he's the he's the right-handed Tua. Um, and by the way, <laughs> no. Boom shakalaka! Tua is the only player one. in the NFL that throws with his left hand. Just comprehend that. And uh, and Jalen Hurts is just as bad as he is. So that tells you about left-handers and and people that can't throw with the right hand. So I, I'm, I'm, the Cardinals are going to win this game, 100%. Wow. I like the confidence. I admire it. Jay, what do you got? Uh, I'm putting a W on this one in a handly fashion. <laughs> I'm not high on Jalen Hurts. Uh, Hassan Reddick, he can do uh, what whatever he can. But, you know, we have Rodney Hudson and Will Hernandez looks great. So, uh, like, I think Kyler Murray can scatter away from him. So, not worried. Yeah. I, I, I put a little italicized and I underlined it big time for you because you think we're going to win that one handily and i like to try to notate those things as much oh as yeah possible. Sure. i also i also think this is a w coming off of three straight losses this is going to be a nice little good feel good type of story and it leads into seattle who i would hope everybody thinks we're going to be getting a w here and my whole goal was to come out three and three by the time hop is back that was my whole yeah. goal, because I feel like there's definitely more opportunity on the back end of the schedule than on the beginning. And if anybody remembers last year when the season started, I forget who the Packers played week one. I want to say, was it the Saints? And yeah, Saints. like it was that it was that weird thing where they had to go to Jacksonville. They got absolutely rocked, like 52 to three or something stupid. They come back next week and they. 
they win a slew of games. They beat us in week seven or week eight on Thursday night football. And they look like they look like the best team in the league. So don't read too much into the first week or two really of the season. But I think we come out and we're going to be three and three at this point. Does anybody disagree with me that we're going to win that game in week six at the Seahawks? I'm just trying to see what week is that, and that is week six the, at the Seahawks. I was looking at that uh, I'm late start to time. Out the weather. The it's there too. Weather. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because Prater's looking like dog shit right now. So, um, uh, like, I'm putting a win, even if we miss all of our field goals. I'm putting a win. Yeah, I, th- I, I think that, we Ahmed? win unless weather becomes a really crazy thing in that game. Yeah, I think we're gonna be just fine, but. All of a sudden, for me, we're on a two-game win streak. Uh, Same with you, Jay. We're on a two-game win streak. Hop is back on a short week. That's going to revitalize this team. It's going to pump some mojo into it. He's back. He's going to be there, rested, ready to go. Thursday night football, home to the Saints. I'm calling this one a W. I think Jameis Winston is not as good as people are thinking that he is going to be coming up this year, but I do think Alvin Kamara is going to be a problem. I'm looking forward to seeing what Chris Olave, Jarvis Landry, and hopefully a healthy Michael Thomas is actually going to look like. Uh, they do have a tough defense, but no Sean Payton right now, right? No so Sean what Payton. is this? And they demoted their um, – who was their backup quarterback? They demoted him to tight end. Um, oh. Um, Taysom The guy Hill? that used to run all the, the Taysom gadget Hill. plays. Taysom Hill. So he's not no longer a quarterback on this team. He's a tight end. Um, yep. So, dude, this is an easy dub for us at home on Thursday night with D Hop coming back. We should win this game. Easy. Black uniforms, I, I, I would imagine. And then the Packers game on Thursday night football. This is kind of like that revenge Thursday night football game to me. Jay, what do you got a dub? A uh, Hanley dub. Yeah. Handily again. All right. Bold yeah. and italicized and underlined and all that stuff. All right. Handily. That's going to be, we have two handled the. Lead victories, whatever, whatever you want to say. So right now you're looking at six and one. I'm four and three. Ahmed is five and two. I want to start with Jay going into at the Vikings, our first early start time, the day before Halloween in Minnesota. Thank God it's domed and all that stuff. 10 a.m. kickoff time, local time. Jay at the Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. They tore us up last year right but mm-hmm. came out and we were able to get done what we needed to get done again we have problems covering zone running schemes yes i'm gonna yeah. harp on that one more time but it is the is it is this the revenge game of patrick peterson or uh no. middle linebacker we just like Jordan no, Hicks? He, no they're not doing anything dude we're gonna get destroyed by justin jefferson because we don't have any corners yeah that's what's gonna happen Ooh, he's gonna so- get like Two like open touchdowns. Are you calling an L? Yeah, I'm taking fat L here. Ooh, whoops, wrong one. Uh, what do you got, Jay? Um, I'm gonna put an L too. Uh, I think it's gonna be like a 32 34 game though. But knowing Minnesota's luck with you know when it comes to field goal games, I mean, if it comes down to a field goal and Minnesota has to hit it, I think we win that. But I'm putting an L here for right now. Yep, fair enough. We go back home. We got the Seahawks again. I'm just going to call a W for everybody unless somebody else yeah. has something to say. That's fine. That's here. So, uh, dub. yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Week 10 
at the Rams, going back to Los Angeles where the, the lowly Monday Night Football playoff game happened. Our D-Hop is now back in the fold. This is going to be his fourth game back. Everybody should be ready to rock and roll. We got a few more games before the bye. Are you guys feeling like we're going to get on some sort of momentum run here? I mean, Amit, and you're past one, two, three, four, five, six games. We are five and one. We have some momentum rolling into this game. We've already played them before at this point, right? We've played them um, at home. We know what to expect from them. There's nothing crazy. It's week 10. What do you got, Amit? I think there's going to be some injuries. I think that um, we're going to realize that they lost a lot that they gave up in terms of like free agents on that team. And then I'm going to be at that game. So I know I'm going to be there for a win. Mm, okay. Okay. Were you, you were not there for the playoff game, right? You were not I there. No, I was not Didn't at the playoff good. game. I watched that one at home. <laughs> Jay, what do you got? Um, I'm actually going to put an L here. Um, I like, I think this is when around the time Rams are going to turn it on. Try, try to get some wins underneath their belt. I do think there's going to be some injuries involved. Hopefully not on our end. I think uh, I, I'm just hoping that we just get outscored in this game. And who do you guys else. think is the favorite this year? I would say the Rams again, and I think Cincinnati's run. I'm not going to call it fluky, but like seating worked to their advantage uh, when it came down to it. I think I think Chiefs and uh, Buffalo. And the Rams would have to be the top three, and then Bucks uh, four. I, I'd say Tampa, and if if Tom Brady comes back, like this whole thing with Tom Brady is really weird right now. But we'll yeah. we'll see if he comes back. Obviously, we would assume that he is, and then I would say the Rams on the AFC side. People people don't agree with me with this one, but I got three teams that I like. I like Buffalo. I like the Chargers. I like the Colts. Man, I the Colts play in a very weak division with the best running back and and they have Matt Ryan and a def- a killer defense and they got wide receivers that can step up and play if needed. So uh, those are my three teams in the AFC personally. I mean, I, I see why everyone's picking in the Rams. I just, I feel like they, they, like last season, they got so much luck in terms of health, right? In terms of their path in the playoffs. I, they were crazy healthy last year, dude. Cra- like, I mean, Cooper Cup had the triple crown. Like yeah. that's not luck. Like nobody could stop him. No, you knew what was coming, and nobody could. But that they didn't have a fine. run game. They had a weak secondary in every snap. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't get that. What do you think D Hop would have done? Like if he if D Hop finished the season, I think he would have he would have had a record breaking season. Would have yeah, right? Would have could have should have like. Yeah, them's just the break. You're, you're, I mean, you're completely right. I mean, so I don't know. Like, I'm not as sold on the Rams as much as I am. I think Tampa. I mean, they couldn't even do it last year, right? And if Tom Brady comes back with somewhat of a weaker team, mm-hmm. the only team that really scares me, and the Packers are weaker. I mean, who? Who? I think there's like a there's probably like a you know Bengals team out there that's going to surprise us all and maybe that is the vikings who knows maybe it's maybe it's the ravens who are actually healthy this year too yeah but that's afc i'm talking nfc nfc like uh, nfc yeah nfc just just nfc so detroit we, we, lions 
No way. No they way. might actually get some games in their favor. I mean, they might go 500. I think that's great progression, though. But, I mean, that's good um, for them. They need it. They suck every year. Um, but, but can you tell me another NFC team that you're scared of if you're the Cardinals fan? Like, given what I'm saying, like, yeah, like, let, like let's just take in the fact that, like, the Rams are really healthy. Tampa is not what they were, and they're getting a quarterback that hasn't really practiced as much. Um, I mean, the Niners, like, they're bringing in, like, a second-year quarterback that we, from what we saw, didn't really look good. Um, is there anybody out there that you're scared of? And, 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 and here's Would the thing with that, that question. The, 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 what about that conversation? Uh, would you throw us in that conversation? Yeah, I'm saying I'm I'm just looking at it from our standpoint. I'm going, if you're the Cardinals, who are you most worried about in the NFC? And I think the Rams, the Rams, Rams, the 49ers, dude, the, dude, the 49ers. If Trey Lance is that dude and Brandon Ayuk is coming out and killing it, Elijah Mitchell takes control of the running back core, and they've got arguably again the best front seven, definitely the best defensive line we're going to face outside of just Aaron Donald. I'm worried about the Niners too, yo. But the but conversation have have starts and ends at Trey Lance. Like uh, that, like that team goes well, as far as with Trey Lance. He's out playing Jimmy G, and they were scary with Jimmy G, and nobody can say that they weren't. I would agree yeah. with that, but I would say like their defense wasn't their defense wasn't good enough to be good enough to beat the Rams, right? I mean, we're talking about like if if their defense is that legit, then yes, I would be worried because then you Dude. could put Trey Lance in that Lamar Jackson sort of like ball control, run control offense, and see what it does. But I just don't – like, from what I saw in that one game uh, against the Cardinals, that he looked bad, bro. He looked Dude, bad. Yes, but he's grown since then. He has Kyle Shanahan with the zone running scheme. And I don't know how, again, we're supposed to cover Debo Samuel, Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, while getting gashed by a zone run scheme. Tack Lance. Like against said, that defense, against that yeah. defensive line too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I can't argue with the talent around, but like, like I said, the conversation starts and ends at that QB position. But, but yeah. Kyle Shanahan, who I think everybody here and most of the people listening would probably agree is a pretty damn good head coach, and his his uh, what's his little coordinator's name? Was it Mike McDaniel that got? That's over at uh, Miami now, the run game coordinator that's over there now. And he's been a hell of a coach for past few years, got them to the NFC championship game last year. If he, if he says that Trey Lance is a guy and he's better than Jimmy G, I'm officially afraid. Because the one thing that we had to beat the Niners was that they had a quarterback named Jimmy G. <laughs> Right. That to me, that was the that was our own trump card because I didn't think Garoppolo was that good. Now they got a guy who had flashes against us. Flashes. He was not that good, but he had flashes. And if he's consistently making these reads now and dumping it off to Debo, throwing it over the top to Brandon Ayuk. I, I mean, I wouldn't even say flashes. Man, he had like four or five plays that he made. He made some really bad interceptions he's, that were just he's like the oh shifty God, dude. Right? He's he's shifty. Uh, he's, he's shifty. That doesn't, that doesn't mean you're a good quarterback. Yeah, Here, yeah, here's yeah. a good point. We can't stop Trey Lance because we can't tackle shit. That is true, even That's in the preseason. Yeah. We should um, go back and revise our whole thing going so far. Going so far, yeah, I know, right? we can't tackle everything. But um, before we get to the Niners, uh, the one thing that I'm 
feeling good about for the Cardinals' future is that Stafford inevitably is going to go down in the next two to three years. Tom Brady inevitably will retire. After that, you're looking at probably the Niners, and that's about it in the NFC right now for the, like the next three to six years. Yeah, it's the Arizona Cardinals and potentially the Niners if Trey Lance works out. That that's it. So I'm feeling confident about that. But as far as this game is concerned with the Rams, I'm going to pick an L. And after my spiel going into the 49ers, again, this is Monday Night Football in Mexico City at home against the Niners. I'm picking a fat L right here because I don't think we can stop them. What do you guys got? Whoever wants to join up next against the Niners in Mexico City Monday Night Football. I'm excited that it's in Mexico, man. I like. Yeah. I think this is going to be really tight, dude. <laughs> I, that's stupid. We lose another home game. Last year we get eight home games. This year now we get eight home games when we're supposed to get nine. We get dicked again. That's the way I look at it. This ain't a home game to us. This is a neutral site game. Yeah. Where I think we're gonna get smashed. I mean, you could say that. I'm. I'm gonna say we're gonna put. I, I think Kyler's gonna put on a Devin Booker show. And win that game. That's all I'm gonna say. Damn. I... He, he's gonna go to Mexico City just like just like okay. Book and win that game. Dubbed by K1. Yeah, I like that. Okay, Jay, follow up. What do you got? Uh, I say this is a W, and uh, maybe this is a game where uh, Kyler doesn't throw as much, and we go run heavy. And maybe we throw some dumb shit in like uh, JJ Watt and like in the red zone or something, <laughs> or just um, something like that. I mean, we're almost uh, at the ha- uh, halfway mark of the season, and we can just you know, like I start experimenting with things. So, Bees has a good point. We suck at home, so it doesn't matter anyways. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. And and no, that there is a team in Atlanta, John, that actually has the Cardinals logo, but their colors. <laughs> Or black and like lime green. And so, yeah, yeah, they they line everything in white. So it's like a black helmet with white, but then around the whole logo itself, it's like this lime green color. Yeah, but every other team that's named the Cardinals has a way better logo than we do. Louisville, St. Louis, we could go down the line. Uh, Last time we were in Mexico City, Booker got a tee while in street clothes and we lost to the Spurs. I remember that game. I'm just remembering that, that buzzer beater. That's what I'm thinking of. There was a game like that. Was that a preseason game or was that a regular season? No, that was a uh, that was a regular season game. <laughs> that boy, ATL team boy, made our logo me, even me, grosser. To be honest, boy, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a regular season game. I think it was the Mavericks. Ooh, that seems to ring a bell. Hmm. We'll have to look into that a little bit more. But moving on to Week 12 against the Chargers. This might be the game of the season. Right. Yeah. God, I I'm wish this one was a Monday night. Because we, we know that the Chargers are going to be playoff bound in some way or another, wild card, or somehow they beat the, the Raiders and the, the the Chiefs. But I just feel like we're going to see fireworks in this game, dude. We are going to see an awesome fucking game. And I'm going to take John Chargers. feels good about it. John feels good. He thinks it's going to be a dub. You think it's going to be a dub on it? No, I'm going to say we lose by like a field goal. It's whoever gets the ball last. And I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that like uh, they get the ball last and we lose. And we get worked over. Yeah. Typical Cardinals fashion. Jay, what do you got? Chargers, home game, <sighs> afternoon I kickoff? Want, 
I want to say tie, but I'm gonna go with W. I think it's gonna be like that. <laughs> huh? Go with a tie. Dare to go be different, J. All right, let's go with the tie then. I I I did ask feel like it's gonna be like a shootout and no one's gonna score in like OT or something. Yeah. I could see that. I could yeah. see that. All right. So we go into the bye. Let, let's tally up what we got. Right now, I am at five and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm at five and seven right now going into the bye week. So obviously for me, this is hella needed. Uh, Amit, you've got three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and four. Uh, JJ. Like JJ, you are <laughs> three, six, seven, eight. You are eight. Three and one. Wow. Uh, oh, 2000. Oh, I hate it when they do this. <laughs> yeah, because ties don't matter. Ties are the worst things in sports. I Eight, know. three, one. Especially in the NFL, it's so annoying. So I just, if you guys can't tell, I just don't have, I just don't have any, anything for this coaching staff, y'all. I don't trust them. I have no confidence. I have nothing in this coaching staff. But I will say this, coming out of the bye at home against the Patriots, I'm calling this one a dub. Even though we have come out of the bye week rather sluggish the past few years. Uh, John, by the way, 52 to 49. That would be awesome. That would hit some sports center highlights and we get yeah. some people believing. That would be amazing. Ties are as bad as the Cardinals alternate helmets. Absolutely. There was a game. Um, there was a there was a Rams game. I think they played. Who did they play? It was it was a, against the Chiefs on Monday night. You guys remember, like a few years ago, it was that score. It was like fifty-two to forty-nine. Every team was it just was the, every position. It was the Chiefs and Bills or something, wasn't it? No, no, it was it was the Rams for sure because they played in the Coliseum. Oh. It was here. Um, it was the Chiefs it and my, it was the Chiefs and Rams. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. happened last year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, whenever it was, it was like Monday Night Football was a massive game. It was probably one of the best games of the century. Um, so if we get a game like that, dude, that'd be amazing. Especially if you come out on top. Um, but what do you have for the Pats Week 14? Right after the bye, um, at home, it said, oh. 6:15 kickoff. Did I miss something? Is this a Sunday night football game? Let me go back to the schedule. Either way, I, I think it's a win. Yeah, I mean, we're looking at Mac Jones. We're looking at um, Bill Belichick. I don't know what the rest of the team is going to look like, and we'll see if even Mac Jones is a starter at that point because I'm not really sold on him being like a viable NFL starting quarterback. Right. Uh, I. That's that's Monday. I, Why did I miss that Monday night? That's football. another Monday night game. How did I miss that? Yeah, we have two. Okay. That's that's what I that's what I thought. Wow, people okay, want to see us that much. Appreciate it. I, I just think I just think we can win that game under seven points. Easy. I hope you're right. But Jay, you never know you what, what, what Billy's gonna pull out, right? So I mean uh, exactly. I do remember back in twenty 12 or 2013, I think it was 2012 actually, and we went into New England winning, and Darnell Dockett was a beast that game. And that was the game like where uh, Patrick Peterson had that interception on the first play of the game, right uh -huh. off of uh, we went we went 4 0 that season. Kevin Cobb was a quarterback, and then yep. we won one game the re or 
maybe we won zero games the rest of the season, but we didn't. But we sucked the entire season. We're the worst. Is that the year we started like four and zero, and then we finished like five or something? Our last win was like the Eagles, and then it was just like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Uh, JJ, what do you got, Pats? Um. Yeah. Since it's Monday night football, apparently. Uh, Monday night football after after a bye week too. Yeah. I'm going to go with a W on this, and I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game just because Bill Check is annoying. So, <laughs> And plus, I, I'm, I'm not crazy about Mac Jones. I just don't – like, I don't see the Brady potential everybody's talking about. Like, dude's cookie-cutter, basic D2-level uh, QB to me. So I, I, I'm, I'm not seeing the magic there. Not yet. Carry the hill on. <laughs> not yet. Well, why don't we stick with you going into – the Broncos game week 15. It's going to be a later start time. So nothing early or anything like that. It is going to be a uh, December 18th kickoff. So, you know, damn well, it's going to be cold up there. Russell Wilson, new, the, the new, the new look Broncos and everything, bringing back the orange jerseys and all that hubbub that they got over there. Win or loss, Jay. I'm gonna go with a loss here. I don't know why, but it's, it's bugging me. <laughs> No, you're going you're going L because of Russell Wilson and what he's done to us. And I mean, he's got some receivers on the team, Jerry Judy. They they got some players. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that team is really built on the defense like it used to be. I'm still taking an L because of weather and because the fact that it's Russell Wilson and he just seems to always fuck us. But we also seem to kind of get his card sometimes too, right? Like we we've had his card the last, last few seasons. Years? Granted, yeah, yeah granted has been a little only yep. big and he where is he playing? He's playing at home in the cold though. That's right. Yeah. I'm taking a W. I feel good about this, especially coming out, out of the bye against the Patriots first, now against the Broncos. I'm actually feeling really good about this game. I, I don't know why, and I can't tell you exactly why. I couldn't tell you schemes, yada yada yada, except that we do know Russell Wilson. We know them better than probably half the opponents that they're gonna be able to play against. So for that reason. I'm going for a W going into next week, Christmas Day, Sunday night football against the Buccaneers. This team isn't going to want to be here traveling across the country, right? I'm mm. I'm calling this one a W too. So we're going three straight wins out of the bye for me. Ahmed, what do you got? I don't think that Tom Brady is going to still be pl- these their their starting quarterback at that point. Um, Why? I think he's going to be hurt because he's going to be hurt. Something's going to happen. There's no way, man. I love it. There's no way. Like, this is going to work out. I I just – I said it from the beginning when um, Bruce Arians went there and Tom Brady went there. I'm like, at some point, this thing is going to go so off the rails that we're going to be, like, watching Patrick Ewing on the the Raptors. You know what I mean? Like, just some weird – like, what is happening right now? I think this is the season that's going to happen. Interesting take. JJ, do you have something of the same? Um, I'm gonna go with a W here. <laughs> um, I, I think I think uh the Buccaneers are gonna have a little a little more uh injuries this year than they did last year. And like you're probably telling yourself like they're pretty injured last year, and yeah, that's kind of like my point. Uh Antonio Brown isn't here here anymore and um Mike Evans, he he's so off and on when it comes to injuries and stuff, and and I really like him, but that dude isn't necessarily reliable. And uh, like I think 
father time eventually has to come up to Brady. I think Brady's still going to be pretty consistent, but I don't know. The offensive line is a little more sus, and I, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, we win this one. They have a they do, they still have a dope defense. Don't don't look past yeah, that defense. Yeah. Um at the Falcons, Ahmet, let's go to you. Week 17. This is one of the one of the only early games. This is going to be on New Year's Day in ATL. New Year's Day. New Year's Day in early, ATL. Magic er, City, bro. Er, early City. early in the morning on our <laughs> end. Uh you're going to have the New Year's Six Bowls going on that time too. Is the NFL going to get overlooked? Cuz could this be something that they overlook? Uh, a- ATL Falcons, who do you got? Cardinals or Falcons? Who, who's first of all, who is the starting quarterback for the Falcons this year? Marcus Mariota. Really? And Roy, obviously Roy says an L against his Falcons. You well, guys ain't I'm just going to say all these boys are going to be at Magic City making it rain. So I'm going to take an L. Ooh, wow. Holy crap. I mean, it's going to be because Kyle Pitts has like 243 yards against us and yeah. nobody can cover him. Jay, what do you have? An L or a dub on New Year's Day? I'm going to bet on this like Calvin Ridley. We win this in a handily fashion. Handily fashion. You're suspended for a whole year from the pod. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you all next year. <laughs> We're the real dirty birds, Roy. Dirty birds. <laughs> dirty birds. Yeah, that's who we are. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm calling this a W, and I want to start first going into next week against the at the Falcons or at the Niners. Excuse me. Week 18, uh, start time is TBD. This is when everybody starts at the at the end. So as of right now, I am nine and seven, and I think this is to get into the playoffs. And here's what I think happens. Boom, a fat L, and we are out of the of the playoffs. That's what I think happens. We end up nine and eight. As I've been saying since the when the schedule came out, this is a tough ass schedule. If we would have played any other division other than the AFC East, I could see two other wins going our way. All of a sudden we're 11 and 5, 11 and 6. However, the math turns out, and we're going moving on. I don't see it this year, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope to God I'm wrong. I hope Trey McBride has like 600 yards receiving and Hop still ends up with 1,000, and Zayvon Collins gets like 80% of the snaps and and does things he's supposed to do. And hopefully we go out and we get like a Marcus Peters or something. But 9-8, and ending it in dramatic fashion, and we lose like 34-17 to or something too. Like it's going to be stupid. We're going to be down 17-0 by the end of the first quarter. That's what I think is going to happen because – we are the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, who wants to go first on this one? What do you guys got? Go ahead, on it. Um, I was just gonna say, like, this could be the point in the season where we didn't realize that like Miles Morales was Spider-Man, meaning Trey Lance, and being like, Oh fuck, like we fucked up big time. Like, we did not know that this guy was going to be the next Spider-Man. Um if, if you guys haven't watched Into the Spider-Verse, go watch that and then play the video game. That's good. That's a good show, yeah. Um, but it could be that situation or it could be what you're saying. We're like, we didn't realize Trey McRide was going to be that good. Or we could play with three tight ends. and Or or, or maybe, you know, um, Greg Dorch is that dude, right? We don't know. Um. I feel like going into the 49ers at that point, because what's what what is my record at that point? I'm at uh 10 and 10 and 6, which would put us at 11 and 7 or 11 and 6. 
Yeah, which is what we had last year, correct? Um, mm-hmm. I, I I feel like we're 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 at least as good as we were last year, if not better. I'm not saying the players are better. I feel like the coaching has to evolve into something better. If it hasn't, I'll tell you what's going to happen. The first thing, because they extended um, Kime and and Kings, Kingsbury, they're going to fire Vance Joseph first, right? Bingo. And then, and then, then we're going to start to see how this team evolves. But like, I just, I feel like we have to be better than 11 wins in last year. I mean, that's what we have to predict. Even though the defense has gotten worse, the offense is way better at this point. So I might've missed it. Are you calling an L or a I'm, dub? I'm saying dub. Game? I'm saying dub. You're saying dub. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So by, so that means you are not a nine, 10, 11 and six. Same as last year. How far do you think we can make it in the playoffs? Out in the first round, get through the second? I, I mean, it's it's tough to say. Football's so unpredictable because you don't know who's going to be good. You don't know who's going to be hurt. Um, you don't know who's going to get fired halfway through the season. I think, like I, I said this last year when we when we were doing this, and I thought this was a playoff team then and a Super Bowl team then, I feel like we have the same thing because we have Kyler. We have a Super Bowl quarterback. Um, so as long as some of those other things go right, I think we're okay. And it depends on who we play. But um, like I said, that's what I was asking you guys. Like, who is our biggest threat in the NFC? Sure. Um, in the AFC, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, I think, like, if we face up against a really good pass rush, which I think the Chiefs have when they're healthy, um, and they have the offense, obviously, or or the Bills, like, those are the teams that we have to worry about. So, do we get ousted in the first round? Do we make it to the NFC Championship game? Uh, it's tough to say right now. I'll, I'll say I'll say at least we get to the second round. Because like with 11 wins, I think we're probably going to be a wild card team, right? Probably. I mean, depending on no, depending I mean, on injuries with, with and all the way it's seated now, though, there's no way. I don't think there's any way we could be. I guess there's a way if there's a bunch of nine and seven teams. But which there could be. There, there's not a lot of elite talent, but then whoever comes out of the I think the only one team comes out of the NFC East for sure. You know, one team comes out of the NFC South, the NFC North. You could maybe like you're probably gonna get the Packers and the Vikings. I think the Vikings might win that, and the Packers might be just good enough. But like you're talking nine yeah. and seven again, right? Going into the last week. Yeah. And then you're talking Niners and Rams for sure. So you got Niners and Rams, you got probably the Cowboys, probably the Bucks. Us, we will be there. The Packers might be there, and then who else? So I, I think it's possible that we could still make the playoffs. Yeah. JJ, what do you got to you right now? You are eleven four and one. What do you got? Um, I'm gonna put a uh, a win here. Uh, Cole wow. McCoy game. So I did Cliff Kingsbury a favor here, and I'll tell you why. Like at the end of the season, I I said if the losses were more uh, spread out and not all in the second half of the season, we would completely have a different conversation. I I separated the losses uh, with big chunks of wins, and I feel like if we close out with this record, those conversations of Cliff flaming out in the second half of the season are kind of extinguished. And, the, and I think Kyler gets his props and MVP considerations. 
And I think uh, mostly positive vibes around this team going into, uh, going into the playoffs. And I say we at least go into the second round. Here's what's interesting about all of our predictions is that in the latter part of the of the season, after the bye week, I am four and one. Jay, you're four and one. Amit was three and two. I'm not high on Cliff Kingsbury. I never have been other than year one because I was intrigued and that was really about it. But through all of my I hate Cliff Kingsbury speeches, here I am putting up a four and one record at the end to close it out. That take that for what you will. I just don't think I just don't think much of it anymore. Um, how far do you think we go in the playoffs, Jay? Um, I, I say at least uh, the second round. I think Kyler finally gets at his first playoff win, and uh, like in in a pretty good fashion. I think he has a great showing, and I think he will be on sort of a Josh Allen sort of turnaround. So, like, like Kyler's gotten better every year. Same thing with Cliff. Uh, I wish it happened in a faster progression, but you know things are what they are. So there's no reason to suspect that things are just gonna hit the fan and just blow up and stuff. So I'm expecting at least a one win progression. So. And if anybody's wondering, Jay was the closest one last year when we did this show, we had a, we had, a, we had a different guest on last year and we won't name names, but Jay was the closest one. I think I had him at 500 or close to last year and uh, Amit was unable to join us that night, but he, no, he I was, I think I had us at 11, 11 or 12. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That does sound familiar. Yeah. I didn't keep records then, and I should. I'm a bad producer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But be before <laughs> we get right. out of here, I want to get a hot take from each one of you regarding the Arizona Cardinals this year. Uh, for example, my hot take. Let me get rid of this overlay that just doesn't work with this with this setup. I think J.J. Watt only misses two games, and I think he scores two touchdowns, one on defense one on offense, like a fullback or like he's going to come in on a goal line and do some weird tight end type of thing. So that's my random ass prediction. Uh, Bees and Darth, I'm, I'm curious to hear what, if you guys have any wild predictions for the Arizona Cardinals this year. JJ, let's start with you. Do you have any hot takes going forward for this team? I got two. Uh, Kyler finishes uh, top three in MVP voting and uh, JJ Watt is going to be top five in sacks. Boom shakalaka! I love it! Boom. Amit, do you have any hot takes for the Cardinals this year? I think Kyler's going to win MVP, and Greg Dortch is going to be a fantasy stud. He's yeah. on fire! One more time. One more He's time. on fire! Greg Dortch is going to be a fantasy stud. You guys heard it here first on He's on Fire podcast. <laughs> uh, Darth Void, a hot take. Kyler Murray will have a receiving touchdown this season from Hollywood Brown. I could love totally to see, see that. I love, love to I could see totally it. see it. Um, I want to, before we kind of end here, my whole prediction and not trusting Kime, Kyler, Cliff, you know, all that stuff. I can talk myself into anything. And this is what I've talked myself into, unfortunately, because I'm that guy, right? I could also completely reverse this and see this being a team that comes out as pissed off the way it happened. Our star quarterback now has his best friend. Our coach has finally learned from his mistakes. 
we have a plethora of running backs now that can do a whole bunch of different you know, things. We don't have good, bro. You know, you know. Uh, oh my God, uh, Ward, Ward, Ward that that played yeah, tonight, Ward. Yeah. Jonathan Ward. I don't know why I just mentioned him at the beginning of the hour. He could do some things. We could get that stud cornerback that comes in and grabs six interceptions. We could see like a really studly Myjay Sanders or Cameron Thomas. The offensive line could be that barometer that we measure for every single game where we have the best offensive line going into this game. You know what I mean? I could see things like that happening. Then when Hop comes back, if he comes back and he is the best receiver in the game, which we all feel like he is, I could completely let loose this whole offense, right? I want to see what AJ Green looks like a full year with him next to him. I want to see what Hollywood Brown looks like with that. What are we going to do with Ertz and McBride? We haven't even mentioned Zach Ertz on this podcast once. We've actually mentioned more Max Williams. Or Max Williams is healthy too. Or if, yeah. is Max Williams going to be fully healthy? I can talk myself into this team. I really can. I can see it. Unfortunately, I am going with what we have seen so far. And to me, I'm not that excited about it because of where I think we're going to end up. Uh, Buda Baker did come out and say he's like the healthiest he's ever been. He was on the sidelines saying that stuff. So I hope Buda has that revenge tour. I hope Jalen Thompson still picks up. What if Antonio Hamilton and Mark, Marco Wilson come out and they're those studs? What if uh, Byron Murphy is that dude and he just sticks to that one role as a slot corner and he just completely takes off like a Tyron Matthew one time, like, these are things I could 100% see happen in all matters about what those guys in the room think. Nothing else. J.J. Watt is a difference maker. He is. I'm not banking that he can continue to do that, but I do think he can stay a little bit healthy this year, and maybe Zach Allen comes out with eight eight uh, sacks or something, right? Maybe our nose tackles finally get it together and they can do some things like, I could see it. I could. Am I wrong to think that as well? What do you guys think? I think we're thinking like fans, right? Because like every fan base is saying, well, what if Gardeck pops? Or what if Collins or Simmons pops? Or what if Byron Murphy or Marco Wilson, who's now demoted, pops? Mm. Like, it's just like, it, like we, we are in this part of the season where everybody can win the Super Bowl. Like any team, mm. if you look at the potential, it'd be like any any team can win it. Um, minus like a few where you're just like, there's no way, like, you know, if two is your quarterback, there's no way. But, um, I, I just, I think there's a lot of talent on this team and it's, it's, it's not like just talent. I think it's like NFL all pro talent. Like there's a lot of first round picks on this team that can play. Um, last year, the problem was injuries and coaching. That's what killed us. Right. Mm -hmm. So we cannot let that happen again. If, if the, and we don't have the depth this year that we had last year. And we didn't have that much depth last year. So if we're looking at depth and going, okay, well, if, if the cornerbacks get hurt, we're really fucked. We're really fucked if the cornerbacks get hurt. So we got to go out and sign one. And I told Jay in the after dark, we got to sign one or two corners. We got to sign Xavier Rhodes and somebody else out there um, in, in the corners. Um, yeah. You, I mean, I, I've, you got to just see the throws. It's, it's pretty obvious with uh, Tua. Um, but, and, and then on defensive, defensive line, I think it, you're not going to make that deal with, um, with signing a one-year player. I think you're going to have to make a trade in that instance. And are you willing to give up picks and maybe, you know, a Rondale Moore or something like that to make it work? Um, which I think you should do 
because with the offensive talent we have, I think you should do it. Um, but I think, you know, we're going to have to see through the season how this roster stays the same or develops and who gets injured and the whole thing, right? Absolutely. Jay, what do you think? I mean, do you see the potential? You see the potential in this team, right? You're, you're banking off that. You probably think I'm crazy for thinking we're going nine and eight, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a little bit of a downer, but I will say this. Hard Knocks, I was covering us this year. The Super Bowl is here in Glendale this year. And uh, this team is offensively loaded. And we have a lot of players that are trying to prove that they can either play or or have some sort of redemption arc like J.J. Watt or Marcus Golden and like any of these guys, right? I think there's a lot of things that can really fuel this team. Buda Baker went from being a top 20 player in the NFL to fucking 60. Like he dropped like so many spots. I think he might be a little salty about that. Kyler's been getting slandered the last like two or three months about his leadership and his video game obsession and uh, just his overall play. I mean, sounds familiar. Yeah, uh, this uh, uh, this team gets killed in the media for whatever reason. I mean, like it's not like we've made enough of impact to get the criticism that we do. And I think this team has a lot less drama going on with it. And people are ready to bank on the Cowboys making it every year and not the actual talent that uh, the Cardinals have. So I think once D Hop is back, I think the, the wheels are going to start turning. But I think Mar- uh, Marquise Brown is going to look like a top 10 receiver in the league, uh, considering Lamar Jackson couldn't even get him the fucking ball. So I think Kyler is going to like really utilize these receivers. I think AJ Green is going to find his stride. I think Rondale Moore is going to start running vertical and not horizontal and actually pick up some yards. And uh, I'm hoping to God that Cliff Kingsbury figured out these uh, these issues that he's had with his teams previously so he doesn't have this reputation with him because that's what's killing him and it's brought up week in and week out so if like he like this season he can really like like kill uh, kill all those uh, those uh, rumors and all the hate and stuff and but if we have the same turnout like last season mirrored like like I'm done with Cliff and we just gotta move on so like this is his proven year. I don't give a fuck about the extension, honestly. But that that's just almost guaranteed money. But like this team has so offensively loaded. If Joe Burrow can get to a Super Bowl with how trash that offensive line was and sort of limited wide receivers, I, I think Kyler can do uh, plenty of things in the NFC and make it to a uh, to an NFC championship and. When Hard Hard Knocks covered the Cardinals the last time, we made it to an, uh, to an NFC Championship, but we lost to the Panthers. But well, we're not. Doing and that's Panthers. a good point because well, that was all or nothing. That was a, a different series. But the whole point is yeah. that when when you got like a series like that covering you every week during the season, your focus is going to be better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're not going to be out there fucking around. Like people are watching you every single play in practice. In, True. In the, in the in the rec room so you you got to be on top of your shit and i think like this is really going to benefit this team i think you, that's that's a great point that's a great point i i i would ag- i would tend to agree with that that is a great point again if we go out and sign like a marcus peters or something i do think a lot of this changes too 
Uh, a few thoughts before we uh, before we get out of here. Would you guys trade Jalen Thompson for Roquan Smith? Absolutely. You win it with the front seven and not the back seven, in my opinion. I, I wouldn't because I'd have the, to include – we have too many linebackers. You have to include a linebacker in that deal. Uh, he's, he's playing out his contract now. Like, he's not going anywhere. But, like, if hypothetically speaking, we are, um, I would actually keep Jalen Thompson. I, I love you know you know I love Jalen Thompson, but that would also be an indictment to me that Zayvon Collins isn't that dude. Uh, Darth asks, "Are you guys going to watch the in season Hard Knocks?" I'm watching. 100%. I watched the the Dolphins with with Philbin when he was their coach. I've watched every single one of them. I will absolutely watch this if I can watch Dirk Cutter and Jameis William Jameis Winston in Tampa Bay. I will absolutely watch this. So let's. Yeah, and Let's I didn't watch goes. any of that, but because this is the Cardinals, I'm 100% there. More content for this <laughs> channel, man. More content, exactly. I, I can't wait. That's going to be on Tuesdays. Uh, we've got to get out of here. An hour and 15-minute stream into this. Thank you guys for joining. As usual, because we're talking about Cardinal stuff, our viewership went down. It's just kind of funny how that happens. It, in, in my mind, the Valley still belongs to the Phoenix Suns. And hopefully it stays that way for a while. Thank you guys for joining in. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, please hit the like button, smash it, do all that fun stuff, share this out. We really appreciate it. Ring the bell so you guys know when we're on. Be back Wednesday night with an Arizona State roundtable with college football. Getting a little wobbly. Down, we have